if you're building a business from your podcast where at the bottom of your business, your listeners are going to work directly, they're going to work directly one-on-one with you, it most likely makes sense to do more solo content at the top of your business. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode, episode number 38, three roadblocks to your podcast success. Today, for episode number 39, a deep dive into why you should be doing solo episodes. Again, I'm always trying to take what I'm learning from coaching and doing free calls and bringing it to you because I feel like if many people are struggling with this, many of you might be struggling with this as well. So I had a thought. I don't know about you, but I have a guilty pleasure and it is watching a show called Hot Ones. For those who don't know what Hot Ones is, it is literally a show where there is a a host, I think his name is Sean Evans, and he has celebrities, musicians, artists, athletes, actors, actresses on and they eat hot wings and the wings get progressively hotter and Sean has these great questions that he asks these people and it's just, it's a very entertaining show. But I had an interesting understanding the other day. The episodes that have guests have a ton of views. Anytime it's just Sean or Sean talking about something or a hot sauce review, it has far less views. And I was thinking to myself, That's a really interesting thing, especially coming from somebody who is a podcaster, because I think that's what is happening with a lot of podcasters. A lot of podcasters will come to me and say, I want more listeners, or I want more people in my Facebook group, or I want more followers, or I want more money, I want more clients, I want to move people through my business, but it's not really working that well. And I had that same thought when I was watching this or when I was looking at the video from Sean with no celebrity, no guest, it got far less engagement. It got far less reach. Here's the the unfortunate truth. For most people, it's far less valuable because he built that brand, and there's nothing wrong with this. He built that brand by interviewing celebrities. And that having the I don't want to say clickbait, but having the pull of seeing Scarlett Johansson on there or seeing I don't know, Shaquille O'Neal or whoever it's been, right? You're not watching it for the host. You're watching it for the guest. Or at least you're watching it for the guest first, then the host secondarily. So why do people build their brands that way? Well, if you're looking for sponsorships, if you're looking for ads, if you're looking for that type of thing, merchandise, that's a fine way to do it. But for most of us, that's not how we're going to monetize our shows. We're going to monetize our shows by building a personal brand and then figuring out a way to add value behind the scenes for some sort of exchange of funds, okay? So five reasons why you should be doing solo episodes, just with a deeper understanding based on what I just said. Okay, number one, 
repurposing the content, not just repurposing the content, but doing the content by yourself helps you become the expert. Repurposing the content across your social media platforms, it's just going to be you literally sitting down and solving the problems of your audience, right? It makes life so much easier for you because you can literally say, okay, these are the problems I'm going to solve. And I'm going to go into that later, but you're able to repurpose content that goes directly to your social media feeds because now more than ever, this is the resume. My resume about podcasting will be this show, the 39 episodes I've done here and the 1,285 episodes I've done at Next Level University, as well as the 500 or 600, whatever it is, however many other shows I've been on, that becomes my resume. Now, how well do I advertise that on my social media platforms? That's a different conversation. But when you repurpose your content, it's going to be you talking directly to your audience, solving their problems directly, allowing them to get to know you, allowing them to get to know your personality. And it's also really good practice for you to, to talk about what you care about, especially if your focus is solving problems for people. So number one, repurposing the content helps you become the expert. Talking about the content helps you become positioned as the expert. And I always say this to people. I will literally talk to them and say, are you doing solo episodes? Are you doing guest episodes? Or are you doing both? And most people say, I'm doing solo episodes because insert reason here. And I'll always say, from what I have seen, guest episodes can bring listens. Solo episodes are usually the things that end up bringing the money. Because if somebody, you have a really big guest on, your call to action isn't going to be, hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you love this episode where I interviewed this person, make sure you reach out to me for coaching. It doesn't make any sense, right? Why would they reach out to you for coaching when you didn't add any value to the fact that they should reach out to you for coaching? So that's point number one. Repurposing the content, producing the content, recording the content allows you to become the industry expert. It is your area of expertise what you're talking on. Number two, you can reverse engineer the topics. So I've spoken about this many times, but the three kind of thoughts I have around your brand, number one, audience understanding. How well do we understand the audience? Number two, how well do we nurture the audience? Number three, how aligned is our offer at the bottom of our business? The first part, understanding your audience. You can reverse engineer all of your topics when you're doing solo episodes. You can literally say, oh, I based on a coaching call I had recently, I'm realizing now more than ever that blank. The housing market is different than most people realize. Here's This is a good, good little analogy or a good little example. I have a pair of clients and they are in investment and real estate. And the there's been a lot of things going on in the banking industry. And they, they reached out and said, hey, can we do a quick turnaround episode? We're going to do a solo episode on why the banks are failing reverse engineered the topic on something that was happening in the world right now where it might be harder to get a guest to talk about that. So not only can you be wildly specific to what your audience is going to, to really want, but you can, you can do it in such a quick fashion. You don't have to worry about getting a guest. You can just sit down and say, all right, today we're going to talk about three reasons why blank, four reasons why blank, the number one thing holding you back, whatever it may be. So you can reverse engineer the topic where you know it will be valuable. You know it will resonate with your audience. And you know this. 
if somebody clicks on this, it's because they think this is going to be valuable, not because there's a name attached to this episode. It's from a place of value as much as it is curiosity. A, a layer under that, a deeper layer. When you reverse engineer the topics, you can reverse engineer the titles. And when you can reverse engineer the titles, you have a, a deeper understanding of the data. So one of the things I do with my clients is we look at, just say Buzzsprout, for example. We'll look at all of their episodes. And I have an algorithm I created that kind of weighs out the amount of listens you have and the amount of time it's been out and it gives it a score. And oftentimes, when guest episodes have more listens than solos, we don't really know why. Did the guest share it? Okay, cool. Did the guest have a good name? All right, cool. Was the guest somewhat famous? All right, cool. Was it what they talked about? We don't know. But on the shows that I work with that do mostly solo episodes, we can go through and we have a very clear understanding of, oh, the word vulnerability works really well in this title. Let's try that again. Or relationships work really well or whatever it may be. So when you can choose the topics to a really specific level, you can also reverse engineer the titles. And that's when you go back to the 25 to 50 buzzwords and the 25 to 50 problems you're solving. Imagine if, if you only did that, if I sat you down and said, give me the top 50 problems of your ideal client, right? Let's just say you have a podcast about mindset. Give me the top 50 problems that you think your ideal client has. Now start doing episodes on that, right? Now, again, you become the expert. You can reverse engineer the topics and you can make the titles as powerful and captivating as humanly possible. Hi there. This is Dr. Taryn McCarthy and I am the host of the Business of Happiness podcast, which would not be in existence were it not for the one and only incredible Kevin Palmieri. Seriously, I am so indebted to Kevin for the service that he provides. Every week he meets with me. He has been coaching me on how to initiate and launch this podcast. He helped me put it together with his great expertise. And every week his whole team works tirelessly to get these podcasts uploaded to Buzzsprout and to deliver my content to my audience. I am so grateful. I couldn't say enough about him. In fact, we've been working together so well. I've seen so much wonderful um, input from my listeners and asking me for more that in just a few weeks, we're going to be doubling the number of podcasts we produce per week. So this trajectory is just flying and I'm really enjoying the whole process. So I couldn't say enough about him. Please, if this is something you're considering, I highly recommend him. And reach out to me anytime if you have any questions about our experience. Good luck. Bye-bye. Number four, this is an interesting one. You can have a better call to action. So I, I touched on this in the, in the beginning, but I'll go on a show as a guest and at the end, the host will say, hey, make sure you sign up to this or make sure you sign up for a free call or make sure you join my Facebook group or whatever it may be when it's not as aligned as it would be, that call to action, that CTA, that call to action, it's not as aligned as it would be if they had just done a solo episode where this is what they can say. Today, I hope you found value in today's episode. 
if you found value in talking about toxic relationships, make your, make sure you join us for our next virtual mastermind on April 15th, where we're going to talk more about toxic relationships links in the show notes, that level of alignment with the call to action is just most likely going to increase the conversion rate. So I think a lot of people, they're not thinking about that. When you have a guest on, there's only so much flexibility you have in what you talk about, in what you promote. I think it, it's very rigid when you have guests on most of the time. And even if you do say, you know what, I'm going to lead people to my email list, my Facebook group, my freebie, my paid thing, whatever it is, I don't think the call to action is going to work nearly as well when you have a guest on. Because you're literally promoting somebody and saying, this person's awesome. Make sure you check out their stuff. There's your call to action. If you're a good host, you're going to create a call to action for your guest, not for yourself. I think that's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. But if your ultimate goal is to move people through the business and eventually monetize this thing, you have to have your own calls to action. And then the last one, and one of the ones that I think a lot of people maybe you're afraid of, understandably so, your audience most likely wants to get to know you more. They most likely want to understand why you did this. They most likely want to get to know the person behind the microphone. They most likely want to feel out your personality. They, they want to know who you are. They want to connect with you. If you're going to grow your podcast in any way, usually your audience is going to need to know you like you and trust you. And one of the best ways for people to know you, like you and trust you is for you to jump on the mic and talk. Because if it's just you, they're going to know you because it's obviously you. If they like you, cool, they'll they'll stay and they'll listen. If they don't like you, they'll go elsewhere. That's okay. They should anyway. And ultimately, if they listen for long enough, they'll trust you, right? I, I hope if you've been listening for 39 episodes, you trust me now more than you did after episode one. Because hopefully you know me at a deeper level, you like me at a deeper level, and I'm trustworthy. But that's based on the fact that I understand, number one, there's not, there's not a lot of guests I'd want to have on to talk about podcasting. Not that there's not a lot of great guests out there, but I would rather get to know you and I would rather you get to know me. I think that's the most valuable way to do it. Again, this is a different show because it's very specific, but your audience most likely wants to connect with you. And that's the interesting thing where, just using Hot Ones again as an example, that show was never built on connecting with the host. Yes, he asks very good questions and he's more present in that brand than a lot of other people are, but it's not the same. It, I think it would be very hard for him, and I don't know the stats behind this, but I'm assuming it would be very hard for him to do a solo episode where he's eating wings that anybody would find super valuable or entertaining. Now, again, I understand it's not apples to apples, but just as an example, it's if you're not building your personal brand with personality, I think it's going to be very hard to end up turning into uh, turning it into a business. So... Five points. One, repurposing the content helps you become the expert, not only repurposing the content, but talking about the content on your podcast. You can reverse engineer, number one, the topics, number two, the titles. Number four, you can have a better, more powerful, more aligned, more suggestive call to action. And then number five, 
believe it or not, your audience most likely wants to get to know you more. And the more your audience gets to know you, the better off you're going to be. And here's the thing too about that. For most of us, the podcast is, it's not the last line of defense before somebody gives you money. So just as an example, most of my clients, the way I set it up, it's social media, podcast, group, freebie, money. You're most likely not going to jump right from the podcast to money. But if I have something after this, say it's a Facebook group, and you already know me, and you listen to me talk once a week, just me, you're probably going to log on to that Facebook group more than if I have a different guest every week where you don't really know my value. You don't really know what I talk about. You don't really know what to expect in the Facebook group. Most likely, if I do solo episodes and then I say, hey, I have a free live event coming up over Zoom, you know exactly what you're going to get. It's just me. There's no guest. So that's the other thought process I have behind this If you're building a business from your podcast where at the bottom of your business, your listeners are going to work directly, they're going to work directly one-on-one with you, it most likely makes sense to do more solo content at the top of your business. I'm not saying you should only do solos and never guests. I'm not saying you should only do guests and never solos. If you're going to do one episode a week, I might do every other. So guest solo, guest solo. If you're going to do two episodes a week, I might do a guest and a solo. It depends. It ultimately depends on what your goal is. But from what I have seen, something shifts when you start doing solo episodes. I think a big part of it is because your audience wants to to get to know you at a deeper level. So that is a deep dive into why you should be doing solo episodes and maybe more solo episodes and maybe just solo episodes, depending on, on where you are. Now, we at Next Level University for a long time did guest episodes. Then our calendars got very packed and there's two of us and then trying to book a guest. It was a whole thing. And we sat down and said, you know what? We're going to do solo episodes because we want to talk directly to our audience because we believe we know them at a deeper level. We believe we understand them at a deeper level because we are the ones who talk to them in our social media and in our DMs and on group coaching and all these things. So that was one of the big reasons why we went from doing one episode or sorry, one guest a week Eventually, I think we're doing a couple guests a week. And then we said, honestly, we're going to go solo. So I'm not just saying this from a coaching aspect. This is also something that we've done and I also do here. So it is definitely something I believe in. All right. As always, if you are interested in a free 30-minute call, please reach out. At some point, I don't know when it's going to be. It's probably, I don't know, maybe towards Q4, I'll have a Facebook group. I'll have a Podcast Growth University Facebook group. I just am not capable of maintaining it right now, and I want to make sure anything I start, I do forever. So at some point, I will have a Facebook group. Until then, if you want to do a free call, again, I'm not going to sell you anything. You can ask anybody who I've done a call with. I just That's just not the way I do it. Bring questions, comments, concerns, fears, excitements, whatever it is. Uh, hopefully, I can help you reset your expectations, create a great strategy, and help you appreciate and understand the time perspective it takes to achieve your podcast goals. Link will be in the show notes. Next week for episode number 40, social media matters for different reasons than you think. I was at an event recently and they said, social media doesn't matter at all. It's useless. You shouldn't shouldn't do it. You don't need to do it. 
I disagree strongly. So we will talk about that next week. As always, I appreciate you all very much. I love you all very much. Keep on podcasting. Keep on crushing it. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at NeverQuitKid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode. 